Hello, beloved. This is Angela for another episode. Um, today we have special guest, Pastor Alexander Lopez, a.k.a. my hubby. Um, today's um, theme or title is going to be How Has the Love of God Transformed You and or your life. So I'm going to hand over um, the mic to my husband and he's going to answer that question. Love you guys. Uh, For me, the love of God has uh, changed everything because it's given me such freedom, such fulfillment. I understand that I don't do something to be loved by Him, but He loved me before I could ever was even capable of doing things. Um, he loved me from the foundation of the world, before the foundations of the world, and I um, I also realize that he, he hasn't done that just for me, but for each and every one on this planet. So it's given me an appreciation uh, for every single person, no matter what choices they're making no matter what um, lifestyle they're living I know that God loves them and that he has a purpose for them a calling he wants to do good for them he has done every good thing for them in Jesus Christ and given them everything and held nothing back from them Um, on a more personal level uh, it's also helped me not to let things get to me that uh, used to get to me Taking away some fears I used to have. The Bible says that the perfect love of God casts out all fear. Or perfect love casts out all fear. And I thank God because I was so fearful of so many things. And was basically um, trapped or held hostage by fear in my life in the past. But thanks be to God, I'm, I'm free because He loved me. Because He loved me perfectly, I'm free. And um, I'm able to experience so much more. I think it's also interesting that now that I know that He loves me apart from what I do, um, many would think, well, then He'll do nothing because, um, because He knows God loves Him and there's no reason for Him to do anything because He has everything already in God. And this is very true that I have everything I'm lacking in nothing and so do you. Um, and so are you lacking in nothing. Um, but it's interesting to me because during this time that I started to uh, experience the love of God, I did things that I never even thought I would do. I wrote a book. I um, became a father of eight. I think I probably thought I was going to be a father of 15 though, but I didn't quite make it that far. Eight was the stopping point for us. But that was my fault. <laughs> and that was my wife's choice, she's saying. She's like, no mas, no mas. We're, we live in the Rio Rico area now, so sometimes we just throw Spanish out there just to seem like we belong here. Um, I went to check on the kids and came back and my tubes were tied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, well, thanks be to God that <laughs> we don't have any. <laughs> problems with that. I'm not upset about it. It's just, um, uh, it would have been, I would have been totally okay with more, but I'm fine with how many we have now. 
And I love every single one of them. I'm glad they're here. I think it's funny because when you're going to uh, think about it, like if I think about what would this world be like without any one of my children, I'm like, oh, man, what a a place that is robbed of such a beautiful human being, you know, such a awesome soul. And I'm so glad that we had everyone we had, even though there were times in the middle where we're like, maybe not, maybe not. Maybe we're done. Maybe we're good. And I thank God that he's He's so excited about us. That's, the Bible says that he dances over us. And it's talking about he swirls. I mean, he's dancing like David danced. If he, if he could dance his clothes off, he'd be dancing his clothes off because he's so joyful, so over. He loves us so overwhelmingly. I think if we all can get a picture of that, if we can really understand the love He has for us, so many things will be wiped away. So many concerns, so many fears, so many, um, even so much of what we do because doing things, um, you know, it's not wrong. In fact, we will do greater things than even Jesus did because He's come to live inside of us. But that's not coming from us and our effort. That's coming from Him living on the inside of us. The hope of glory, Christ in us, right? So, it's not like we're going to do less. We end up doing more, far more. Because I don't know anybody who um, just regularly does all the stuff that Jesus did. And greater things. Um, walking around in the flesh, just just chilling. But when we depend on the Lord God, when we depend on the might that He's put on the inside of us, on His Holy Spirit who never leaves us or forsakes us, then we can do all things, and we don't do it to earn love, but we do it because we're loved. I heard a, a great preacher once say that we don't give to get, but we give because we have all things, because we're rich, because Christ was poor, so that we would be rich. Um, and I think that's what the love of God does. It makes it to where you don't have to... Uh, where you can just give freely of whatever it is, your time, your money, your love to someone because you're already filled up and overflowing because the love of God is poured out on us, as the Bible says, shed abroad in our hearts um, so that we don't have to hold back. Because loving people can be very harmful if you're if you're expecting something in return or if you expect that they're going to reciprocate or, or do something for you. You're earning something with that love or something. If you do that... It can be very painful, especially when they do not meet your expectations. But the Lord God is already lavished all His love upon you. He's already said, you know what, I'm going to take all the risk and I'm just going to pour everything out and hold none of it back. And whatever you do with that's up to you and it doesn't matter to me because I'm, I'm, it's done. It, I'm never changing my mind about this thing. Um, about my love for you, about my plan for you. And that is so awesome. We can just pour out love on everybody around us because we know we're not diminishing ourselves in any way. We cannot be diminished because what we have is not from us. The source is not us. If I have to drum up love for people in the flesh, we're, we're, we're living in a sad age if I have to do that, man. There's plenty of people who's going to be really hurt <laughs> and really disappointed. But the good Lord is able. He's more than enough. And Him and me is able to do things that I could only dream, I can't even ask or think, as the Bible says. He's able to do those things that are beyond my understanding. 
And many times I look back at the things that have happened and I realize that things have happened that are beyond my understanding because God is so good and because His love is so strong and because He never gives up on any of us. That's awesome. So do you think that... Okay, so for me, the transformation in my life or in me by God's love is a process like it's over time developed and (laughs) to you probably that process was way longer than it should have taken (laughs) you watched it come about in me right I mean I'm not there yet but like I've always marveled at your I, I guess I shouldn't say your ability but in a sense it is because you made the choice Just like the revelation I had of God. Like, it's all about me, but it has nothing to do with me. So you made the choice to submit to God's love and to let his love transform your life. When do you think that happened? Do you think that it was like an immediate thing when you decided to give your life to Jesus? Or do you think it was a process as well and I just came in your life towards the end and you were already marvelous and wonderful (laughs) well I don't think any of us have arrived it's like uh, um, I think Paul was saying you know he just just don't look behind just keep looking forward Um, but it it, in, in that process I think is for everybody but it's a renewing of your mind the Bible says that when we see him we will be as he is because we will see him as he is, and this is this is what we do. We renew our mind to the fact that God has given us Jesus Christ, that He has made us one with Him, that He has made us the righteousness of God in Christ. And the more we realize that, and I think that is a revelation kind of thing. And when I say revelation, I just mean it's where you don't just know it in your knower, as some may say, but it's it's deep down in your heart, in your in your very being, that you know that you're loved and that you have. That nothing has been held back from you. That God poured it all out. That his love was so complete. And I think we get a more and more of a revelation or understanding of that as we go. Because things that I, I, I many times thought that I was there. Like I I knew God loved me. And um, you know, I'm not saying that I thought I had arrived. But um, I thought that I had a good understanding of God's love for me. And then... I walk out the door and I'm following my children and somehow God just opens up a window for me of understanding and seeing that they're going at that time, you know, my, my heart and mind was full of concerns and, um, troubles that I knew, you know, that God said he would take care of those things for me, but it looked like from everything I could see that those things weren't being taken care of and that and that God was failing me as it could appear but in, in the way I take it is that I'm failing in some way I'm not appropriating what God has given me you know that's why I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing um, but 
he opened up a window for me to see right there with my children as we left that place that they had no ideas and that was just actually my front door of that place was my house um they had no idea of anything that was going on they look back at me and they're happy they're they're skipping along they're they're excited for where we're going and they have no cares in this world and as they look at me and everything they they just think that I'm going to take care of everything. They don't have anything to worry about because that's what I'm there for. Uh, that's who I am. I'm their father. And then I realized that I wasn't looking at him like they looked at me. And he's so much, he's so faithful. So when I saw him in that moment and realized that he is always taking care of me and that I should have a, f a face like theirs a heart like theirs, a carelessness like theirs, because all my cares I can cast on him because he cares for me. And um, that just opened my eyes to something that I thought, you know, hey, I know this thing, but I didn't really know it at that level. I didn't understand at that level to a freedom where I could just decide to let go and let God be the father that he is to me. Let him be who he is and uh, understand who he is and who I am because of it, because of who he is, who my daddy is. Um, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> Dang it. Every episode, I got to work through one episode without tears. That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, so I believe that that's what we're here for is to, to show others the the reality and the the beauty and the just how amazing God's love is for us. So, what would you recommend, or how how do you think that we can do that? Make God's love so real in others' lives that they can experience that place that you were talking about with our kids. You know, to see God and to to depend on Him and to lean on Him and have that revelation for themselves, because it's one thing to preach a good message, right? But to get the love of God, the unadulterated and you know never ending, just like perfect love of God as a reality to another person and make that real for them. Like I think that's what we're supposed to do. How do you? How do we do that? Well, the the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. To me, it's very important that we speak out what God has said concerning us, which is every good thing. If you look in His Word, you'll see that He has said every good thing concerning you. And um, it's good to speak those out. Another thing that helps, I believe, is... Like the psalmist David said, to enter his courts with thanksgiving, right? There's so many things we have already been given that the love of God has um, given us, but it's actually already there. Like we already have it. It's not something we're waiting for or to see, but we have experienced it. Like for me, every one of my children, my wife, my family, many times I'm brought to tears when I just think about the goodness of God to give me this great family and wonderful life and so i think that if we would take time out to say thank you and start to n name off all the things we're we're thankful for we'll understand that the love of god is what gave us all those things i know it's even been said that um there has been uh, i don't know if it was a study or or what but there was um 
another uh, pastor brought it to my attention, but there were people who uh, said that there was, among atheists, you know, it, it was a danger for them to be thankful because they would start to have, to like, realize that there was someone to be thankful to when they would count all the things they had as atheists you know in their life they would come to the conclusion if they really started thanking for being thankful just being thankful because they have no one to thank uh for everything they started to feel like there is someone to thank and i i think that's such a a telling thing because they don't have the spirit of God living on the inside of them like we do, who who have trusted him as their Lord and Savior. So we have so much more power. Um, another thing I was I would uh, mention is that a good friend of mine um, and, and, and fellow pastor Kalani always reminds everyone that the people they put out in front in the battle in the Old Testament, were always the praise and worship people, the people that were giving thanks to God. And it wasn't just because everybody didn't like them and they wanted them to get the arrows first, you know. But it was because God gave them the victory when they gave thanks to Him and when they were out there in the front. Um, I believe right now for even people who are listening, as you give thanks to God, as you praise His name, you will experience breakthrough, freedom in areas that you thought that you were just going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. But God has said, no, my child, I love you, and that was never my plan for you. Much better things have I in store for you, and this is only the beginning. Step into my love. Step into my passionate love that's unfathomable. You cannot even understand it with the eight pounds of brain matter between your two ears. But I can speak my love directly to your spirit. The spirit that I have given you anew in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's a word for someone right there. Straight from the Lord. <laughs> okay, so I guess to answer that question then, you would recommend telling other people to be thankful to give thanks for what god has already given them and then in that process god will reveal himself more and more to them and his love to them and pray for them to have a better deeper understanding of his love is that right well praying for people is never wrong but also speaking out themselves so each person who um, you know, here's what we're saying right now. Here's this podcast. Um, my old pastor, um, Dr. Mike, used to say that if you picture it like like that old, um, I don't know, romance thing that little kids did where they plucked the, the petals off of a flower and said, he loves me, he loves me not, he loves me, he loves me not. He said, if you want to do that for God, what you would have to do is pluck them all out and say, He loves me, He loves me, He loves me, He loves me. And you'll never be harmed by doing that because you you may feel dumb. You may feel like I'm just being repetitive. You, I'm, not, I'm saying things I don't feel because your feelings may not line up with what you're saying about yourself and about how God feels about you. But the very um, everything that you see was created. From things, the unseen, the words that were spoken by our Father. And you are made in His image. And your words have power. And His Spirit is on the inside of you. Go ahead and speak out 
what you know to be true, whether you feel it or not. And when you're praising and when you're thanking, even when you don't feel like it, that's what the sacrifice of praise is. You get the opportunity to praise God when it doesn't feel like you should be or you want to be or um, it doesn't even seem to be changing anything in the, in the, in the moment. But that's what faith is, right? We believe God. And we believe that He's faithful. We believe that what He said is true. So because we believe that, we don't have to see things or hear things or feel things in order for us to know that what God has said surely is. It surely is right now. Many times we get hung up on, you know, when is it coming? When do I get it? It is right now. Go ahead and rejoice in His awesome love for you and everything He's already given you and in the things that He has given you that you cannot see. Go ahead and praise Him for those things. I think that um, we open up, uh, and, I, and I don't know if it's within ourselves, but we make room for the good things that God has already given us. When we give Him thanks, though we even when we don't see it, even when we don't feel it, um, and so when you want to feel or see or know God's love, you got to speak like like it's yours, even if you don't feel it as well. I think that's true for everything in the kingdom of God. When we um, decided to come to Jesus Christ, we put our faith in Him and we spoke out, uh, confessed Him as our Lord. We believed that He was rose, uh, that God rose Him from the dead. And that's it. For some of us, it was an amazing transformation, and you didn't take it didn't take any faith, you know, to understand that something had been that you had been reborn. But for some of us, it, the next day, I mean, that time was just. The same as always. And we may feel like, hey, I didn't get what they got. I Maybe I'm lacking in some way. Maybe I didn't get saved. Maybe I didn't. But the truth is that you are saved. You are born again. You are made new. And it doesn't matter that you didn't feel like it. It's true because God says it is. It's true because you put your faith in His word and His faithfulness. Like Sarah, you decided that the person that you're trusting in was able to perform it willing and able to perform it. And He has performed salvation and rebirth in your life and every other good thing, those things that you're believing for and waiting for and trusting for, those are yours now in Christ Jesus. Amen. Um, so, yeah, y'all. That's my husband. I'm blessed. <laughs> if you guys want to hear more um, awesome sermons from him well from the holy spirit because that's what he does he doesn't plan or i mean this is a good thing to me but some people listening will be like what might be considered a bad thing but when he goes to preach a sermon that's what he depends on the holy spirit like five minutes before church on a sunday morning holy spirit give me a word that these people need to hear and most of the time it turns out awesome and amazing and exactly what our congregation needs to hear at that time and that's the way the holy spirit works he's just good like that god is good his love is good his love endures forever if you want to hear more um what is it is it like the lighthouse of faith podcast or does it is it church i think it actually might say church Okay, so if you go on to Spotify and just search the Lighthouse of Faith Church, we do have um, 
all of his sermons and guest speakers uh, recorded, audio recorded on the podcast, not... Um, it says that I have faith, but also church here. So. Oh, so search Lighthouse of Faith, um, but then it also says the Lighthouse of Faith Church. So try both. It's a picture of a lighthouse. <laughs> if you have any questions or you can't find it, again, just uh, message me on Facebook, Angela Lopez. My profile's public. And then again, of course, if you have any testimonies, prayer requests, praise reports, I love to hear them, Um, message me, and I will talk to you guys next week. Oh, sorry, I missed last Wednesday. I was going to do one on thankfulness, but I thought that was a little cliche the day before Thanksgiving, so I decided to take that week off, but yes, be thankful for everything that you have, always. God gives us every good thing, and every good thing comes from Him. Amen? So, we love you guys, and we will talk to you guys later. Love ya. Bye.